Hub and Spoke Audio Collective. Hi there. This is Iconography, and I'm Charles Gustine, your guide on this tour of icons, real and imagined. And today, I come bearing an exciting announcement. No, uh, it's not an update on the long-awaited part two of our series on Jaws and Martha's Vineyard. Yet. Sorry for the radio silence on that one. I blame Quint, the subject of this Long in the Works episode, who has been known to take a bat to the occasional radio and knock out communication systems. Excuse me, Chief. Considering the premise of the episode in question involves looking at Quint through the lens of Melville's archetypal, monomaniacal sea captain, Ahab, it's poetic justice that this cursed episode has become uh, my own personal white whale. Elusive, all-consuming, not entirely healthy. Something I'm sure we'll have time to deconstruct, work through together, uh, if and when that episode does ever end up seeing the light of day. So, in lieu of that, we're going to do something a bit different while I work on the next set of new episodes on the icons of New England. It's Iconography's fifth birthday this month, five years since the show launched in London in 2016, looking at the icons of old England. And to celebrate the anniversary, which, by the way, I cannot believe it's been five years, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, I'm going to be taking some time to revisit some of my favorite episodes from Iconography's first season and reshare them with you. Rather than simply re-release them, which would probably be the more efficient, sensible way to go about this, I'm actually going to be doing something I've wanted to do for a while. I'm going to go back to my original scripts, and I'm going to recreate the episodes, producing them to a higher standard than I really had the means to get them to when I was living in London back in 2016. That means better sound quality, since I have a better recording setup and a better mic. In 2016, I had to record under a blanket on a glass table in a shared living room in a flat with like six other people, hoping no one else came home while I was pretending to do like a British accent. (laughs) Not ideal. To be fair, now I have a baby. Also not ideal. But I think I can make it work. It means re-recorded musical scores with some actual physical instruments that I didn't have with me during my time in London because they wouldn't fit in a suitcase. And yes, that does mean a remastered version of the Iconography Season 1 theme music. And it also means more judicious use of clips. I had a pretty heavy hand back in the day. Better editing. I've learned a lot in five years. Better accents. I hope. (laughs) And even some guest voice actors who I've met along the way. I'm thinking of this as putting out second editions of some of my favorite episodes of the show from back in season one, which many people who hopped on the iconography train when we joined the Hub and Spoke Collective upon shifting to New England wouldn't have had the chance to listen to. One of the reasons I like that analog in particular is because what I'm going for here is already common practice in book publishing, also known as silent podcasting. After a spell, Authors revisit their works. They add new forwards and afterwards. They make a few needed adjustments and updates. Maybe they even get an exciting new contribution from someone who loved the first edition. And the first edition never goes away. The same will be true for Iconography's first editions. They'll be accessible via a link in the episode notes and always archived at iconographypodcast.com. 
I know I'll always be keen to revisit them as an actual time capsule of what the show was like when I first started making it. But I'm also excited to revisit some of my favorite topics like Paddington Bear, the Discworld novels, Robin Hood, Ebenezer Scrooge, Dunkirk, and the Spice Girls with the tools I have at my disposal now, and with the ability to, where appropriate, provide additional insights that 2016 Charles didn't have in new Afterwards content. Stuff like how new interpretations that were just movie posters to me back then, like Paddington 2, the Taron Edgerton Robin Hood, and the Dickens biopic, The Man Who Invented Christmas, play with and impact the legacy of the icons in question. Paddington 2, in particular, something I've been really looking forward to talking about. All that and more on the horizon. Now here, to tide you over until the first remastered episode, which will be a second edition of Iconography's Ebenezer Scrooge episode from Five Christmases Past, is the promised reinterpretation of the Iconography Season 1 theme, now freed from the prison of Midi and brought into the physical realm. Iconography, which is written and produced by me, Charles Gustine, is a proud member of Hub and Spoke, a nonprofit collective of indie producers making some of the smartest audio stories out there. And this week, I want to recommend something new from Soonish. At Soonish, host Wade Rausch looks at how our choices about technology shape the future. His latest episode is a walk through time. Why do we switch back and forth between daylight saving time and standard time? Where did standard time and time zones even come from? And do they do more harm than good? It turns out there are some new ideas for ways to organize time. And to hear all about them, head over to soonishpodcast.org and look for the episode This Is How You Win the Time War. And check out the whole Hub & Spoke lineup at hubspokeaudio.org.